Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with entrepreneur and peach expert Shannon Hoochin. Opening a roadside peach stand seemed like a crazy idea at the time, since most people thought the business model was long dead. Opening 100 roadside peach stands with over 200 workers across three states seemed like an insane idea, but that's exactly what she did. And now, a decade later, she is still doing it. Today, her son, Finn, who grew up selling peaches, is her business partner, and together, they teach students how to earn college tuition over the summer by selling peaches. She is a jack of many trades, including journalism. We cover all of this and so much more. Enjoy. Well, it's nice to meet you, and I want to begin our conversation with surviving the last three and a half years. How did you get through the pandemic? And how did it subsequently change you? So um, the the pandemic was actually a huge benefit. Being locked in um, at home uh, with my son, who was at the time, I guess he's probably a junior, maybe going, yeah, it's probably right, sophomore, junior in high school. So I got to really have a concentrated focus on the business and um, my son and I had been doing with some other partners peach stands for a decade. So, which means we open roadside peach stands. So, you know, the iconic classic um, hand painted, fresh picked peach signs, you know, you pull off the highway and, and there you are, you can buy um, uh, a peck of peaches. So we had been doing that for a long time. And I always thought that developing a course, an instructional course to teach people how to do what I was doing would be really beneficial. So during the pandemic, having that um, undivided attention, I was able to sit down for two or three months and document everything that I knew about the business. So it helped me create a business blueprint. And my son was able to, um, you know, go through all the modules. We did all the trainings online. Um, we developed spreadsheets and formulas and checklists and all kinds of stuff. So we really, we really focused down on the business and how we wanted to grow it the next five years. So it was awesome. It was a good hard look at the business, um, establishing growth and deciding there are some ways we didn't want to directions we did not want to go and directions we did want to go. So we kind of pivoted during during COVID. So it was it was hugely beneficial. Yeah, I hear a lot of that. So let's get to the heart and core heart and soul of what you do on a daily basis. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders. It's career day. And one of the kids says, Hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? I sell peaches picked straight from a local orchard. So what did you want to be in the third grade? What was your dream? Truck driver. <laughs> okay. Okay. I. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you remember like all the 70s movie, truck driver, spy, uh, Egyptologist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I I remember chips. I, I thought I wanted to be a cop. Right. And, yeah. And that, that went away pretty quick when I realized what yeah. was going on. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm curious, take me back to where you were born and raised and what were these seeds of being an entrepreneur and, and having peaches, selling them fresh? How did all this start? So uh, I grew up, I was born and raised in Chicago for the most part, and then um, lived with my grandparents during the summers. And they lived just outside Wichita, Kansas, okay. and they farmed a lot. So um, they had, you know, livestock, they had chickens and horses and you know, geese and, and everything. So it was, it was kind of a working farm. 
Um, and so I really developed a love for, I mean, agriculture, for farming. Uh, and where my grandparents lived, we, we were completely surrounded by farms. So people would get together, you know, have potluck on church Sundays, and everything was made with stuff that was freshly picked and harvested. And there would always be swaps going on. So people would pickle things or they would make jams and jellies. And um, I'll trade you, you know, a bushel of fresh peaches for peach butter. And so just being in that environment of very hands on um, and locally sourced, you know, whether it be from the farm down the road or in the backyard, just really spoke to me. And it wasn't until, and I, I don't have a green thumb. I'd never farm. Um, I'm not good at plants or caring for things <laughs> in the outdoors. But what I am really good at is identifying good opportunities and um, working with owners or farms to help them grow their business or get attention or awareness. So in the, I think it was 20, it was 2013, I had a friend who was born and raised in South Carolina on peach farms. So he was very familiar with all of the family owned peach orchards in the state. So I went to uh, South Carolina, spent a summer to learn the business from him. Like how, how do orchards work? How do they sell peaches? Because he told me at the time, this is a, this is a great cash-based business. Um, and people can make huge amounts of money just during the course of three months or four months over the summer from Memorial Day to Labor Day is really the season. And um, everyone loves peaches. It makes people inherently happy. So it's the easiest thing in the world to sell. And he had been telling me that for a decade. And I was like, yeah, whatever, whatever. I have other things to do. And then finally, I had an opportunity. So I went and spent the summer and learned the business. And from there, um, been selling peaches ever since. Wow, that's that's fast. I've always I've often wondered because it seems like there's a lot of foot traffic. I mean, we're here in Kansas City and there's always farmers markets that are going on in all the quadrants around here. So I've always wondered. and Now I know. So I'm curious, who's been an inspiration or a hero for you in your life? Um, Probably two main people. Uh, my father, who passed away in 2015, he was a serial entrepreneur, a serial um, opportunity seeker and creator. He had this very unique talent of looking at the world and identifying opportunities that most people would not recognize as opportunities. Um, so he would see something, you know, and now we know like uh, public storage places, right? They started so small. Who would ever have thought that would be a great moneymaker? But people need to store stuff. And so the public storage places started so small, mom and pop. And now they're this huge, big industry. Yeah. Um, car washes, you know, coin, coin operated businesses kind of is really where it all started. So vending businesses, coin op car washes, um, business opportunities like that that seem not worth the time, but are immensely profitable. So my dad had that unique ability and and um, working with him over 10 years, I got to be trained in that ability to identify opportunities. So that's kind of how I got started with Roadside Stands. It's a business that seems dead. Um, most people would not even consider it a business, but all it needed was a blueprint and to be brought into kind of the 21st century yeah, you know, have some things codified and you know processes solidified, and it's the easiest, you know, most profitable business in the world. 
or not the world, but you know, it's pretty good over a summer. (laughs) And then the other gentleman would be Rob Smith. Who's my mentor who taught me the peach business. He has this, he is like an old school, you know, hustler who identifies opportunities and just goes after it with everything he's worth. And um, is usually successful. Yeah. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now that you admire, who would you love to meet and talk to? Benjamin Franklin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He, I, I have consumed all of his writings and his teachings are still dead on today. They are still as relevant today as the day he wrote them. Um, He is so insightful. Yeah. What, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Be present in the moment. Work with the opportunity, the moment that's in front of you, not behind you or in front of you or or in the future. But what are you be present where you are, who you're with, what you're working on? Give it your all. So what is speaking of giving it your all? What is your motivation every day to be an entrepreneur, to do what you do and, and to grow as a person? What is that motivation for you? I think it's it's my son. Finn, he's 21. He's actually my business partner, also in the produce business, the peach business. And to show him that people today are so fragile, it seems, and there's such an immense fear of failure, like putting yourself out there in the public and failing in a public way. And my goal is to teach him failure is not it's not embarrassing. It's not bad. It's not a setback. It's simply data. It's simply a lesson to get you to that next stage. And so even if you don't feel ready or fully educated or fully informed, take the risk. Risk is actually good. Risk is where the growth is right on the other side of it. Yeah. So if I could, that that is my why every single day to show him and all the other kids that we work with. We have about 20 to 50 college kids every summer that work with us, that risk is not a bad thing. Kids are so averse to risk. It's that's frightening to me. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been one of your best success stories? One of your best, maybe fan letters, responses from a client, anything in that realm? I think the greatest gift in recent memory is reintroducing a business, right? That people thought long dead or that was not no longer local, or, you know, you can't get access to local farms anymore. The thing about a roadside stand is it is uniquely American. It is so iconic in our culture. Um, and people have a sentimentality um, and a love for just the memory of it. And so when people see a roadside stand and a sign that says fresh peaches, they are instantly flooded with happiness because it triggers memories of childhood. And when people walk up to our stands, they just have a big old smile on their face because they're no, they know they're going to get an experience they haven't had maybe since childhood or maybe since being, you know, at their grandparents' farm. And so people are instantly transported to a happy memory. And um, having a roadside stand like that, it's simply a vehicle for human engagement. Because in that moment, people want to tell us a story. 
Yeah. You know, the last time I had fresh peaches was at so and so. And so what it what it boils down to is just human engagement at yeah. that point. It's them telling me a story, not the other way around. Yeah. And so having that opportunity and that vehicle for people to share um is is amazing. And and everyone leaves happy smiling and comments are just constantly, we're so glad you're doing this. We're so glad you're here. We're so glad we have access to a happy place, you know, that we haven't seen in so long. So yeah, it, I, used to take, it, I, I was just going to say, I used to take my son to the farmer's market and we still will stop by and, and he loves going up there and paying for it and taking care of it. He's on the spectrum. He's 19 now, but it's still part of kind of his history and he absolutely loves it you know so oh yeah yeah that's a great place with all of the sights and textures and smells and tastes yeah for sure so speaking of 21 your son's age let's say you have a dream tonight you run into the 21 year old version of you and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you gained in your life what advice would you give your young self i would tell myself it's okay even though there is a lot of external pressure to have things figured out. And I'm sorry, the people outside are blowing leaves. No, you're fine. <laughs> you I don't hear it, it. with the okay, microphone. Good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I would tell myself that it's okay if you don't have it figured out. Um, don't worry about the external pressure to be a millionaire, an online millionaire by the age of 25. The important thing is to experiment, take risks figure out what you're passionate about and try everything. Just go out there and your job at 21 years old is to try everything and figure out what you want to do. Don't worry about success. Don't worry about a million bucks. Don't worry about being the best at something right now, but just try everything. Take risks. For sure. So of all the things that you've done so far in life, what are you the proudest of? That's a really good question. Um, I think resiliency in this, in today's culture, today's economic environment, resiliency um, not afraid of risk, not afraid of failure. I have a deep background in lots of different ventures. Like I am classically trained as a librarian. I was an award-winning reporter for a long time. Um, I've done the gamut. I've done a lot of things and they may seem disparate, but they all wind on the same path to get to a point. And so the deep background I have in all of these different environments have provided me a foundation to be a great writer, to be a great communicator, um, to be um, a great salesperson. You never know where the knowledge is going to come from. But if you take the risk to do it, to try it, to learn it, it will benefit you down the road in maybe unexpected ways. It's interesting. It's like when kids complain about taking a, a class in school. It's like you don't know how that's going to become a seed that might sprout. You know, it's not like you're going to use trigonometry on the job, but if your brain can focus in and hone in on that, it could lead and develop into, I mean, it gives you confidence. There's a lot of domino effects, but when you're young, you don't know that you just, you know, 
you're, you're no life experience. Yeah, yeah, no life experience yet to even know. Just why I, I, I encourage all of these kids take a risk. You know, yeah. if you want to take a dance class, please do it. If you want to learn how to bowl, go do that. Yeah. You know, if you want to be an entrepreneur and learn sales, um, go to Toastmasters, you know, learn how to engage and communicate with people. Just don't yeah. be afraid. Absolutely. So everyone out there, Shannon, has a perception of you, family, friends, all of the people that you meet on the roadside, everybody in your life. But ultimately, you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think um, I'm a librarian. That's the way I would concisely put it. A deep base, deep well of knowledge in a myriad of things. And I really enjoy teaching and sharing, um, assisting, serving people. Everything that I know, I want to share with people um, in a way that serves them and benefits them. So I, I think people would see that, yeah, very educated, willing to share. I can condense information into servable bits of knowledge that people can easily consume and learn and then utilize in their own lives. Yeah. So teacher, yeah, teacher. I think if there was one word, that would be a teacher. Excellent. So if anyone out there wants to learn more about you, reach out, where can they find the peaches, anything along those lines, where can they go? Yes. Yeah, so the business where we do all of the instruction and the teaching is Roadside Republic. And you can find it at roadsiderepublic.com. We do still operate peach stands um, here in the DFW area. And we are called the Roadside Stand. And you can find us on Facebook at the Roadside Stand. We have a TikTok channel, Roadside Republic also. And I do lots of educational videos on pop-up businesses and produce businesses and peach stand information on TikTok as well. So I got to tell you, the one thing that just flew into my mind when I was reading your bio and getting into it is the presidents of the United States, millions of peaches. You remember that song? Yes. yes. <laughs> just, it just keeps going through my mind. So, but oh, this yes. has been fascinating. Thank you so much for, for giving me your story, taking time out. Have a wonderful 2024. Yes, you too. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <laughs>